Welcome to Your Cyber Path, the podcast that helps you get your dream cybersecurity job by sharing the secrets of experienced hiring managers and top cybersecurity professionals with you. Now, on to the show. Hi, welcome to Your Cyber Path. I'm Kip Boyle, and I'm here with Jason Dion. Hey, Jason. Hey, Kip. Nice to see you again. How have things been uh, going for you? I know you've been busy recently. <laughs> it's it's going really well. Thanks a lot. Um, uh, I want to tell a quick story about something really cool that that happened. This is kind of a business oriented story, but um, but I own my own business just like you do, and so I can't help it when my business does something really cool. I'm like a proud dad, you know, because <laughs> I spend so much time nurturing my business. Anyway, so you know, you and I did the NIST uh, implementing a NIST the NIST cybersecurity framework, which is uh, available on Udemy. And I think that uh, course launched like late February, didn't it? I think. Yes. Yep. Right. And so we're recording this in mid-June. Well, one of our learners uh, from a big tech company uh, reached out to me and said, hey, we're going to implement a cyber resilience uh, program. And I just watched your course with Jason and uh, we need your help because we don't know really what we're doing. And so how could you help us? And so anyway, so um, so we started having a really productive conversation. Actually, we're still talking and kind of, you know, outlining and forming up what, what it would look like for cyber risk opportunities to help this tech company become more cyber resilient. And, um, and I'm just tickled because um, you know, it's it's nice to 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 get a new customer. It's it's good to close business. I'm all about that. I think it's cool. Really, though, what's tickling me is when we built our course. You know, we tried to make it very practical, right? We we wanted yeah. like people to really come away from that experience saying, "Wow, this is how you use it," and with all these examples and everything. And so and so now I I'm looking forward to an opportunity to take all of that and actually apply it in a situation and actually move the needle for a customer. It's to me, that is just uh, so fun. That is just so fun. So I want to thank you, Jason, for, um, for, 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 for um, uh, collaborating with me to make that course, because <laughs> I don't know that, that I would have been able to do it on my own. So um, thank you. Oh yeah. I mean, I was happy to do that course. It's one that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh, the NIST cybersecurity framework. Uh, and we've talked, we've spent an entire episode on that in this show. Uh, it's just something that's so important for us as cybersecurity professionals. And when we built that course, I, I love the way that we outlined it and we built the course so that it was extremely practical. Uh, people who have taken a lot of my courses know that, um, you know, I'm very much focused on certifications in general. And, and so that's what we're going to be talking today about is certification. Yeah. So it's really my, up my area. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, in this case, we did a course that was not tied to a certification, but we wanted to make sure that it was extremely hands-on and practical. Whereas a lot of times when you're doing a certification course, it's a lot of theory. It's a lot of, you know, oh, in a perfect Concepts. environment, it may be this way, right? Um, mm -hmm. But with this NIST course that we did, we did it to be, you know, you could hit the ground running. And in fact, at the end of the course, we have a bonus les lesson that comes with your particular guide. That's this big Google spreadsheet, essentially, yep. that, that you can walk everything. through in your organization and build out your NIST cybersecurity roadmap of what you're going to do. So I, I, I love that course. I think it's awesome. 
And if, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't taken it yet, you totally should. Uh, you can find that over, just go to deontraining.com slash Udemy, and you'll see it listed on our Udemy page with our discount code already embedded. So oh, you yeah. click on that link, it goes through and you get the lowest price on the course instead of paying whatever the full retail is. So um, totally, I totally recommend it. Uh, and uh, we'd love to have you in the course. So anyway, that, yeah. that, that's, that's my pitch for the NIST Cybersecurity Framework course. I know that's totally not why you brought it up, Kip, but I'm going to take well, the opportunity. Yeah, so <laughs> mostly I just want to say, you know, uh, I think that you and I, uh, we love to bring what works to our students. And so I'm going to be able to take what I learn from this new opportunity if we're if we're successful negotiating it. And maybe when we refresh that course, right, I'll be able to put that information, uh, you know, in an anonymized way, but, but, you know, be able to put that in there. And, and, um, you know, that, that's one of the things I really enjoy about teaching is, is to be able to help people really solve problems. But, um, but back to what you said a moment ago, Jason, that you, you, you know, you do a lot of certification training. So I actually thought this would be a great, uh, opportunity for us to pick up a a topic that I've noticed recently. And, uh, I think there's a little myth busting that we need to do. So this is episode 76 and it's, uh, it's which certification roadmap or path should I use? And the reason why this is coming up, and I know I've told Jason this in a show prep, but I'm going to just quickly give a thumbnail sketch. So there is a certification so-called roadmap out there right now, uh, floating around on the internet. I've seen it on Reddit. I've seen it all over the place. And the current version, it's in the upper left-hand corner, it says security certification progression chart 7.0. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's made and published by a really smart guy named Paul uh, Jeremy. And, um, and he's got like 356 certifications uh, in this very beautifully laid out, very colorful uh, chart. And I have heard people look at this and and start to plan their their future certifications based on the way that this chart is laid out which i think is a terrible idea <laughs> because you would never open up you would never say to yourself well i think i'm going to uh you know read up a little bit um on uh technology so that you know i'll be better on the job i know I'll go get Wikipedia and I'll pull up the first page of Wikipedia and I'll start reading. And then I'll click up the next you know, page in Wikipedia on technology and I'll read that. And it's kind of the same thing here because I don't think Paul uh, Jeremy intended for this to really be a guide for you to plan your career in terms of which certifications you should get. I know it kind of looks like that, but I think it would be a mistake if somebody used it for that. There's so many better examples. There's so many more useful roadmaps out there that you really should be looking at. Anyway, so uh, having said that, Jason, have you have you heard anybody sort of mistake uh, Paul Jeremy's uh, diagram for, you know, like career advice? Yeah. So, you know, uh, for those listening, uh, if you go to yourcyberpath.com slash 76, which is the number of this episode, you'll be able to pull up this security certification progress chart. And um, as Kip said, the latest version uh, on the the PNG or image file is 7.0, which came out in October of 2020. Uh, There's actually a more recent version on Paul's website, um, pauljeremy.com, that is from April of 22. And there's over 430 or 440 certifications on his chart. So if you look at this, what he's done is he's basically broken things down into different categories that align to the ISC squared CBK for the security domains. 
Now, what does that mean? That's a whole lot of letters I just threw out there. Well, ISC squared is the people who run the CISSP or Certified Information Systems Security Practitioner Certification, which everybody knows is kind of the granddaddy of certifications when it comes to IT cybersecurity. Um, they also have a couple of other ones, but really that's the one they're known for. And so what he's done is he's gone in there and he said, okay, here are the different domains that we cover inside of CISSP. We cover communication and network security. We cover IAM or information and uh, identity and access management, excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, we have security architecture and engineering. We have asset security. We have security and risk management. We have assessment and testing. We have uh, software development uh, software development and security. And then we have security operations. So these are the different categories that the CISSP exam tests people on. And so what he did was he made a column for each of these, and then he started putting all the different certs and where they belong in each of these categories. So as Kip said, this isn't a progression in your career, but really it's what fits into each of these areas based on what CISSP is looking at. And so for example, if I wanted to look at something like Security Plus, which everyone should get as a baseline in cybersecurity, that only covers a couple of these domains. Namely, it touches asset security, security risk management, assessment and testing, software development and security, and a little bit of security operations. But it doesn't talk at all about security architecture and engineering, IAM, or communications and network security, according to Paul's chart. Now, I will tell you, I don't think that's right, because there is IAM covered in Security Plus. There is network security covered in Security Plus and things like that. So again, I, I, you can't take this with, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You can't say this is the gospel truth, because it's not. And when you see that block for Security Plus, you see it stretches across four of those domains, but not all seven. If you look at CISSP, it crosses all seven. If you look at some other certs, like, um, you know, I don't know, let's pick one off of here, um, Idle Cass Foundation. Plus. Yeah, uh, CAS Plus, that's another good one. So CAS Plus covers pretty much everything that CISSP does. So it covers all seven, right? But if you go and look at something like Idle Foundation, that's really focused on IT operations. And so they mm -hmm. put that under asset security because of configuration management and security and risk management. And they covered those two areas. Um, I don't think that's necessarily where it belongs either. But that's why we brought up this security uh, certification progress chart, because a lot of people are seeing it going, I need to go collect all the dots on this map. And you don't, that is not the purpose of this map. Right. So just and we're not throwing Paul Jeremy under the bus either. We're not saying yeah. that he made this deliberately trying to fool anybody. He didn't. If you no. go read his website, he never tells you that you should use this for planning your career. Right, Jason? Right. But that's what people are using it for. And that's, that's the problem, right? Uh, yeah. and, and so if you go to his website, like, all of these in the website version are clickable. And so if I go down and say, oh, I'm interested in Security Plus, let me learn more about that. And I click on it, it takes you over to comptia.org to their Security Plus page. If I click on Idle Foundation, it takes you to Axelos's website, uh, which does Idle Foundation. And so that's what his purpose was. It was basically, here's a list of every certification I can find that relates to the seven or eight domains that CISSP has. I say seven or eight because depending on the version, there was you know anywhere between six and eight domains because they keep adding and subtracting some. I think as of this version, there was seven. Um, and he put those little blocks on there so you could click on them and it would take you there. You could learn more about it. Now, if you're gonna pick a certification roadmap or a pathway, I personally much prefer the CompTIA one. Um, I think they do a really, really good job here of trying to show you uh, how things line up for particular job functions. And so mm -hmm. if you want to check this out, um, it's also in our show notes at yourcyberpath.com slash 76, uh, or you can go to CompTIA directly. And on their website, they have it at uh, comptia.org slash, 
Uh, I just had this up, but now I am talking and not doing. Okay, there we go. CompTIA.org slash certs roadmap. So yeah, CompTIA.org slash certs roadmap. And this is an interactive one. And when you get there, they're going to bring up five typical positions that people are interested in. This includes IT support specialists, IT networking specialists, cybersecurity specialists, software and web developers, or data specialists. And when you click on one of those, for instance, cybersecurity specialist, it will tell you some information about that, such as the median salary, the number of jobs available, the expected job growth. And if you click learn more, it will actually bring up a path of what is beginner, intermediate, and advanced, and what you should be looking at at each level, um, similar to some of the things we've talked about previously when we talked about cyberseek.org, because Kaki right. is a lead partner in cyberseek.org. Yeah. What I really like about this is when you go down to the bottom, they simplify this big, crazy chart into a single line and says, here are the certifications we recommend you get based on this position. And so, for instance, if you look at the big uh, CompTIA roadmap chart that I have in our show notes for you, you will see there's probably about 100 certifications on here. They include CompTIA certifications, which are in bold or red because obviously they're promoting their own stuff. But in addition to that, they have the equivalent certifications from other providers too. For example, if I'm looking at the information security path and I look at something like CAS Plus, which is under the expert level, when you're at the expert level, you can see that also is the same equivalent as CISSP or OSCE or other certifications like that. And so this is how they break it up, where they break it into columns of beginner or novice, where you start out, intermediate, advanced, and then expert. And as you progress from left to right, uh, going across this career path, you're going to pick different certifications in those areas that are going to align to your goal or that job that you're working towards. And so, for instance, if you are somebody who's going to be working in information security, you should start out with kind of the trifecta, which we tell you guys all the time, right? A plus, network plus, security plus. And that takes you through beginner and into intermediate. Yep. Then as you start moving from intermediate into advanced, you go into CISA plus, which is cybersecurity analyst or pen test plus. And then as you go to expert, you become CAS plus or CISSP. And there's other ones you could choose from as well, but that's kind of the, the big generics as you go through this. And based on each of those five uh, different roles that you may come across, there's different levels as you're going across this roadmap. And so that's why I really like the CompTIA one better mm -hmm. because it really does break it down into you start out with zero years of experience and what are you going to do for the next five to 10 years as you move from beginner to intermediate, advanced, and into expert? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like the CompTIA roadmap as well. And I, you know what? I really also want to do a, a, an explicit shout out that it isn't just their certifications on this page. Because honestly, yeah. when you said, hey, Kep, I'm going to send this over and I want you to take a look at it, I kind of like did like a, uh, an eye roll because I was like, oh yeah. man, all I'm going to see is the CompTIA stuff. That's no fun, right? <laughs> but no, they actually have all kinds. Like they've got the GIAC, uh, they've got OS, uh, OSCE, OSCP. So, you know, they've got a lot of stuff. Now, so, you know, so good on them for, uh, for, for doing that because I, I think that makes this uh, genuinely helpful. Um, now the one thing they don't have on here though, is like, well, let's, let's look at that expert quadrant. So they've got their CASP plus, and then they've got a bunch of other ones, but I, I think that it's, it's a little it could be a little confusing for people if they think, oh, well, CASP plus is really just, you know, hot plug, uh, you know, swappable with, uh, you know, CISSP or CCIE. And it's like, no, not exactly. I mean, no. those are experts in the respective, uh, you know, sub-disciplines inside of information security. So like CSS, CISSP, I would see it as more as like a governance risk and compliance area. CCIE would be more about, you know, hardcore network security. 
uh, OSCE, you know, red teaming, that sort of thing. So do unpack this a little bit more so that you understand, you know, what, how these things actually differentiate. But, uh, but anyway, so I'm, and I don't, I'm not trying to nitpick. I just want to make sure people understand if you've never seen this before, I just don't want you to be confused on, on that particular point, but, but it's really good. And I'm glad you mentioned cyberseek.org. We're going to put that in the show notes too, because, um, you know, this, this chart is helpful because it, it kind of gives you that beginner, intermediate, advanced expert layout. But because it doesn't tie the job title, I want you to go over to cyberseek.org. I want you to find the title for the job you want. And I want you to use the reference material in there to, to really narrow down on, um, on you know, exactly which certifications employers are requesting. Because that's one of the things that I love about Cyberseek is, is they're actually going out they're, they're actually dumping all the job postings and they're, and that's where they're really getting their data from. And you know what, if there's, if there is a Bible, if there are gospels, as far as like, you know, what certifications you should get, it's job postings more than anything else, yeah. more than when your buddy says, well, don't get a, you know, don't get a, 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 a you know, don't get that cert. That's, that's too trashy. Get this other one. Cause it's much better. Okay, so I don't go get certified ethical hacker. Uh, instead, I go off and I get, you know, uh, you know what, what's Plus the or OSCP. Yeah, sure, right. So and so now I now I'm I'm kind of like uh, all set up as far as like you know my buddy is concerned, right? So now he thinks I'm cool because I got the right cert. But what if that was the total wrong cert to get to get a job? That's not good. <laughs> You know, I mean, okay, it's nice that your buddy loves you, but he's probably not going to cut you a paycheck every two weeks. So, you know, keep this in mind. The the other thing I would say is, you know, as you're looking at which cert do I get, and uh, we did talk about this back in episode 55, which certification should I get? So if you haven't listened to that, I definitely recommend going back uh, yourcyberpath.com slash 55, and we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, But when you're looking at this and somebody says, hey, are you going to get XYZ certification? Um, well, maybe. Uh, let's see if it comes up on one of these lists, right? So for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, there is a certification called the Digital Forensic Examiner, DFE. And I have this certification. Um, and I will tell you that 99% of the people out there probably don't even know what a DFE is, right? Um, it is a very specialized niche certification that you had to have if you were a DOD contractor or DOD employee working in forensics doing a certain level job. And so I got it because of that. Um, but if I had to pay a lot of money to go get that out of pocket, because somebody said, hey, I think DFE is cool, you should go get it. Um, if I go look at that, uh, I'm going to find out that it doesn't show up on these this chart. I'm looking at the CompTIA one, and I don't see it there. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the other one that you had brought over from uh, Paul Jeremy, mm-hmm. and I don't think I see DFE there either um, on their 400-something uh, different certifications that they've listed here. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing it there, right? So uh, instead I might wanna go get something like FTK certified or uh, one of the others. So it's what, some of the benefits of using these type of charts is that you can see what are other organizations saying is important. Uh, and, and as you pointed out, when we talked about the CompTIA chart, uh, the CompTIA roadmap doesn't specify it only CompTIA stuff. It has other mm-hmm. stuff there as well, right. even though they have things that compete with them. So for instance, CompTIA has Linux Plus. And I will tell you, I know a lot about Linux Plus because I'm currently filming my Linux Plus course that is going oh, to be filmed out in July. Yes, so yeah, so um, so I like <laughs> Linux Plus. Um, that said, I'm also a uh, an authorized platinum partner with 
LPI, which is Linux Professional Institute, and they teach Linux Essentials. And if you look here on the chart under Networking Cloud, Linux Essentials shows up under Beginning and Novice. Intermediate has LPIC1, which is uh, Linux Professional Institute uh, Certification 1, and there's Level 2 and Level 3 as you go to Advanced and Expert. And CompTIA put all of those in there, even though they also have Linux Plus, which competes with LPIC1 and uh, Linux Essentials because it's a replacement for those two. And mm -hmm. so being able to know that, hey, if I get Linux Plus, that counts the same as these other two is important. Or do I want these other two instead of Linux Plus because that's what employers are looking at. And being able to check that as you're looking at job postings is going to help tell you which one you should get. But being able to look at a chart like this and understanding I always think, you know, if you think in five-year increments, it really works well for your career. So you should say, okay, in five years, I want to have X position. To get X position, I need a, B, and C certifications. And so I'm going to do A this year, B next year, C in, in year three, and you can plan yourself out. And, and sometimes there's a, that position you want in five years is two positions away. And so you might be working the help desk today and you want to be a forensic examiner. Well, to get there, you're probably going to have to become a system administrator first. And then from a system administrator, you can become a forensic examiner. And so you might say, okay, over the next five years, within two years, I need to be a system administrator. And then I need to do that job for two or three years before I can become a forensic examiner. And I need to get these certs. And I need to get this degree. But by having that five-year plan and working towards those things and checking those things off, you're going to very quickly go up in your career, which is going to give you higher pay, more promotions, more, you know, more uh, responsibility, um, you know, all those great things that you want in a, in a long-term career. And I've done this myself in my career. I've always looked not at the next job, but the job after that. And yeah. by always looking two jobs ahead, you always are positioning yourself for the right place and it helps right. you advance so much quicker than if you yeah. wait till you get the next promotion and then figure out where you want to go from there. It's almost like you and I were in the military or something. Yeah. I mean, the military <laughs> is really good about having these like set career paths and like, yep. but if you, and in the military, because they are so stringent, if you miss doing something at a certain part of your career, it will screw you over 10 years from now. And you can't go back and fix that thing. If you forgot to do that thing as a young lieutenant, um, you can only do that thing as a young lieutenant. And so you can't go back and fix that after. And sometimes we, you know, in the IT world or cybersecurity world, it's not necessarily that stringent because uh, you can always go back, but right. you really want to have to go back and, and take a pay cut or a or, or backwards step right. to hit that job you want. No, you want to be able to always move forward. And so by laying this stuff out, you, you can really uh, plan for the best. Right, 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 right. Oh boy. You know, there's no doubt uh, Jason, we could we could continue to talk about this for a lot longer than we have already. But my sense is that maybe we've come to a good place to hit the pause button and maybe maybe wrap it up. Did, was there anything else you wanted to say? Uh, you know uh, that you haven't said yet before we wrap it. I, you know, I could talk about this stuff for hours. I am the certification <laughs> guy, right? So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it short. But uh, really, what it comes down to is have a plan, right? Uh, and just realize that 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 first chart we talked about that Paul Jeremy put out, it's a great chart to give you an introduction of what's available, but there are 400 plus certifications on that chart. You're not going to get them all. When it comes right. to certifications, you really need three to five key certifications. And those key certifications are going to be based on what career path you're going towards. And that's why I really like the CompTIA um, certification chart, because it helps you figure out what search should I get at each level to, to hit those things. And yep. Kip had great advice, which is look at the job descriptions because that will tell you which one you should get, CEH Definitely. or Pentest Plus. Well, Pentest Plus is the better certification, but if the employers are asking for CEH, you better get CEH, right? Uh, and, and so knowing those things is, is really what's going to help get you to where you want to be. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Jason. Uh, so um, let's see. So I'm good at kicking these things off. I'm not so hot at wrapping them up. So <laughs> what do we have to say before we can say this thing's uh, finished and in the can? 
Yeah. So we gave a lot of links in today's episode. So I know most people listen to podcasts while they're driving or either at the gym or they're working out or doing something. So you probably didn't write them all down, right? Things like cyberseek.org, comptia.org slash cert roadmap, uh, the Paul Jeremy website and things like that. So if you want to check out all those, you can always for this and any other episode, go to yourcyberpath.com slash and the episode number. So for this one, that is 76. So mm -hmm. yourcyberpath.com slash 76. We've got a nice write-up on what we talked about today, a really short description to remind you. Yep. And then all the links to uh, things we talked about in this episode, as well as other relevant episodes, yep. such as episode 55, which is which certification should I get? Yep. Uh, and it's a great way for you to review uh, what we've talked about today. So and you're going to get a full transcript. That. And a full transcript if you want that. So you can search anything we said and uh, correct us as needed. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you guys. So if you uh, guys and gals out there have any comments or want to continue the discussion, you can always reach us on Facebook uh, slash Your Cyber Path. Uh, and uh, feel free to you know post a comment there and let us know what you think. And we'll definitely bring those up on future episodes or answer you back on Facebook. So uh, with that said, uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of Your Cyber Path. We will see you at yourcyberpath.com and see you next time. All right, everybody. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Your Cyber Path. Don't miss an episode. Press the subscribe button now. If you would like to learn more about how to get your dream cybersecurity job, then be sure to visit yourcyberpath.com, where you can access the show notes, search the archive of our top tips and tricks, and discover some fantastic bonus content.